How do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man, that's the wrong port. Oh, wait, it's flashing now. Is it? Re- oh, wait, it's recording. Well, let's start this thing, Paul. Hello, everyone. I'm Amelia. Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations. We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset, and more. All right, let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Hello. What's going on? How's it going? Have you ever had a moment where you've struggled to just say no? Yeah, all the time. I think that's my biggest weakness. And that's no matter who it is, like a friend, a family, and the worst one would probably be like work-related, so like your boss. Mm, I think work, it's dependent on the situation, but I think the hardest part is Saying no to friends or people that are closer to me. And why is that? Mostly because I just feel guilty. Like, I think my nature is I like to help people and, like, I like to be able, like, I want to know that I can help someone and be there for someone. So if I say no, I associate myself as being not helpful or not being able to help. So that's why I struggle to say no. But in terms of work, I guess maybe because I'm not as close to the people or the colleagues or the managers, so I know my like I know my boundaries in terms of work. So I will still say yes to a lot of jobs because I like to challenge myself to be able to take on different things, but I also know my limits. So I won't say yes to the point where I can't take work on anymore. Like I know where to stop. And this is exactly what a lot of people may struggle with just saying no, right? Yeah. But do you struggle to say no? I feel like I'm pretty good at saying no to some extent. I think you're, yeah, you're quite good at it. And I think the way that you say it is so straightforward to the point that people get your point, but at the same time, you're not offending anyone. Like you say no and people are like, okay, I'll let that be. Yeah, exactly right. But today's topic, we really wanted to talk about how we can actually say no. And we'll better say no, but... And also stop and stopping, Yeah, stop, stop that people-pleasing mindset. To dial it back in terms of me, I'm very confident with just saying no in general, but there are certain areas or points where I would take my time. And I would say that's more probably career. So, for an example, if it was like my boss... I'm probably a little hesitant sometimes and it's exactly what you mentioned before and it's, it's wanting to provide that quality of of work and and trying to give it the most like because you're saying no it's kind of like you're canceling them out mm. you want to at least give it a good hard try before you actually decline it yep yeah I think I can see that like when you 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 are able to say no. And I think the best thing about you is you say no, but you don't feel guilty. And I think a lot of people, like, I don't want to assume, but I can see that a lot of people out there, me included, is when you say no, you feel guilty. And because you feel gu- guilty, you feel like you need to give some sort of excuse or explanation as to why you're saying no. But the thing is, 
You don't always need to give an explanation, especially if it's to friends or people who respect you. You shouldn't have to always give an excuse. Yeah, and that's a that's a good point, right? Especially with the people that you are closer with or people you know of. Mm. It's just a matter of saying, nah, I can't or mm. I've got something on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like as simple as you want to come out tonight and you say no, like you don't need to be like, no, because I'm doing this or I'm so busy doing that and trying to like you end up making excuses, which I am guilty of doing in the past, but like I don't really do that anymore, but I just feel guilty at most. But when you realize you get to that point, it's like either you feel like they're not going to like you anymore or you like self-doubt yourself. You're like, oh, am I like offending other person or am I doing something wrong? But you shouldn't feel that way. Like if you could simply just be like, no, I don't feel like going out tonight because I honestly just feel like staying in. Yeah. Like it's just that simple. Yeah. And you brought up a good point because what you mentioned just before exactly leads to why people struggle to say no or want to people please. And it's purely for that fact, right? It's the fact of wanting to help, right? Or essentially wanting to not lose the value of their image. No, feeling significant, I guess, in the group. If it's like with a friend's friend group and they're asking you to go out and you're saying no, like you don't want to lose that that significance or feeling like you're part of a group or FOMO, I guess, but – you got to realize that if you aren't up to going out that day, it's okay. Like there's plenty of other opportunities and other times and they're not going to see you as any less of a person just because you missed one outing. Yeah, 100%. And for the people who judge you because you say no. Yeah, like if someone's going to be like, why not? Like why are you being such a pussy or something like that? Then that like for me, is an indicator that I would not want to hang out with that person anymore or hang out with them less because they're just peer pressuring you, essentially. Yeah, but I always feel that that is natural. It's human nature for someone to question in some way. It's like I think as a joke, if it's like lightly said, that's fine. But if it's something that's like a consistent occasion where they're like, you know, why are you always missing out outings or like, why are you avoiding us or like why are you doing this? Like always questioning the things that you do, then that's when it's a problem. Yeah, I can see the other side of that too though. It's like if you're consistently saying no, which you're entitled to, right? But if you're consistently missing out on events when you're being invited to, then it's understandable why people would be like, oh, do you value us anymore? Yeah, that's fine. Like, I think it really depends on the type of situation and when you're saying no. But if it's like, say, someone that's someone that you only just met or a colleague that's asking you to go out and you said no and they question you straight away, then I don't think that's okay. But if it's like a friend that's like, hey, I've noticed that you just don't hang out with us anymore. Is there something wrong or something like that? That's like checking up on you as opposed to, being like, why are you doing this? Like questioning you. Mm. Like someone who's actually genuinely asking from the heart, that's different to questioning why you don't want to come out. Yeah, that's a good point though. Saying no is definitely a big skill, right? Mm. Everyone's very self-conscious about just declining and and, and just being like, well, no, I, I just don't feel like going. 
Mm. You know, so saying no is definitely a skill that takes time and practice just to say no, right? But Yeah, it's just like working out, like working out your muscle. First time you pick up a dumbbell, it's going to feel awkward, flimsy, you don't know how to balance your body. It's the same thing when you first say no to something or someone, it's going to feel awkward and you do feel that. You feel guilty, you feel like you need to give an explanation and you don't know what to do because they're like looking at you, you're looking at them. It's like an awkward five yeah. minutes glare at each other. But the more you do it, the more you understand how to handle the situation. Yeah, exactly right. But then how do you actually deal with the guilt though? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. I I don't know. I have – this was a big problem in the past. I feel guilty all the time where I let that guilt just swallow me whole. But I think – I'm a bit better now where I can say no and I'm like okay with it. But again, I think it's just because genuinely I sometimes am so busy that I really just don't have time to hang out or do something else. But sometimes I think also if say it's a friend that wants to hang out and I really can't do it that day but I do really want to hang out with them, I'll suggest, like I'll counter their offer and be Mm. like, hey, how about this date? Are you free here? Because I have some free time then. Let's hang out. But if it's like work or something like that, it's definitely easier. Work, um, I don't really feel guilty. It's just like, sorry, I really can't take this job on. Have you tried this designer? Or how about if you, if this small job, I can give it to someone else. I can help you do this. Like just helping. It's still helping in a way because you're negotiating you're helping someone out in a different way not helping as in you're attending this situation but you're negotiating what you can do to help this situation as opposed to just a cold no actually what you're mentioning before is actually a good point counter or countering the 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 conversation when someone was to ask you to do something or hang out or whatever and you and you're more inclined to to counter that offer and be like, hey, I can't do it now, but are you free at this date? For a friend, that's a really good way of dealing with it. Yeah, because it still shows that you care rather than a cold known, but like, nah. Nah, fuck off, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like rather than saying like a cold no, like yeah, I think as long as you show, like it's a balance between like for friendships, there's a balance between the two. They're reaching out, you can't go out. But you counter the offer and be like, hey, let's do this instead. So it's still showing that you care and you may not be going out with them just because of that offer, but at least you're trying to make a different offer. Yeah, and it's good that you do the same thing when it comes to work as well. Yeah. That's a good way to sort of soften the blow Mm. in some way or form. So when should you actually stand up for yourself and give a clear, definite no? I have two examples that come to my mind. When you should stand up for yourself and give a clear, definite no, this links back to our previous episode, The Non-Negotiables, which we discussed with Pete. For me, the biggest one is when you're dealing with clients and setting that boundary where after hours, you don't answer any phone calls, you don't reply to text messages, emails, none of that, because you're setting that boundary of I'm signing off, I'm switching off. Yeah, and that's your non-negotiable where you've set your own boundaries where you don't look at emails and touch your phone at a specific time, right? Correct, yeah. After a certain time, I stop. I don't look at any of that. Yeah. 
on the flip side, it is important to follow those boundaries because once you break those boundaries, the customer or the client's going to know and realize that you are actioning their queries, emails, texts, etc. And they're going to expect that from here on. So it's really important that we follow those boundaries to the T. Yeah. If you train your brain to say that, oh, I'm only going to check it for five minutes and then I'll get off, you get into the habit of breaking out of your non-negotiables as well. So it's clearly saying no to yourself. That's self-control, right? And discipline. And discipline. It's, always, it's just reminding yourself, hey, when it hits this time, no. Yeah. And- it's not that you don't want to help out, but it's a non-negotiable that you set because it helps your mentality to switch off from work. And if you start to break out of it, you may potentially start to feel more tired or like more like frustrated because you're working late and you get into like this deep rabbit hole. So Yeah, and it, and it makes it harder for you to switch off too. And especially with the ability to work from home, it's very hard and very difficult to separate the working environment as opposed to home. Yeah. I think from my side, a non-negotiable that I had was not every single day I have a specific day that I go to the gym, but definitely Friday Friday nights I would go gym and I've made that a non-negotiable because I'm a person who needs to work out and it's not for the looks and you know to get ripped like obviously that's nice but I work out because I find that when I miss out on gym consistently say like a week I didn't really go my mental health isn't at its best like it's not 100% so if I said yes to someone who's like hey let's go out for drinks on Friday night like obviously it depends on the situation and how often I see this person and how often they ask but If, say, this person always wants to go out every single night or every single Friday to drink and drinking is not really my thing anymore and I really need to gym, like, to work out to help my mental health, it's a clear definite no because you know that you won't feel good afterwards as well and it's not helping anyone in the long run. Like, you might feel short fuse because you ended up at drinks and you're not feeling good about yourself and your mentality is not great. Your mental health isn't great. You need to value yourself is what I'm trying to say. Like value yourself and also know that you are also just as important. So you're saying your mental capacity is being low as in for you to gym, it's a way for you to vent, right? And release your frustration. It's not vent. I'm saying like it could lead to frustration because maybe I'm not confident in my body anymore because I haven't been working out for a week or I had a really long week and gym and working out and going to Muay Thai, these are the things that I use to wind down for myself. Wind down or like relax or do something that's not working. And outside of that, in a bigger grand scheme of things I'm constantly working I have a lot of things that I do from day to day like outside of the full-time job that I have so working out is my way of switching off and doing something that I truly enjoy and if I take that away just to say yes to someone for say just a, a night to drink and I've seen this person quite often already then I'm letting myself go and I'm not putting myself first and I'm not valuing my own non-negotiables. 
Yeah, I agree. What you alluded to is really, really important, right? It's it's holding yourself accountable to those things that truly makes you happy, which can be your non-negotiables. And I wouldn't say you always have to put yourself first. Obviously, you should have some flexibility between it, but it's just when you're considering if you should say no or when you should say yes or if you're going to feel guilty or not, remember your values and remember that you have your own non-negotiables and does this align with that? And if it doesn't, don't force yourself to say yes just because you feel bad. Another good example is the people that try to guilt trip you into something or they're like, oh, if you don't help me, this is going to happen. Or if you don't help me, I can't be your friend anymore. Like if you don't come out, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Like those kind of things is like to me is a clear red flag as to why you shouldn't associate yourself with them or help them out because they're now making you feel guilty for not helping. To me, that's a fucked no. Like, if anyone makes you feel that way, dude, that's like, give them a triple thousand no, mate. Yeah, and they don't even deserve a counteroffer at that point. Yeah, exactly right. If it's a motive behind the question or scenario, then it's just like, nah, dude, it's not worth your time. Mm. So, were you always a person that can easily say no to people? I think in my earlier years, no. No. I struggled because exactly how you feel now, it's you feel guilty, you feel bad, you don't want to lose the relationships that you've got because you've declined. So I always used to feel that way. I can't exactly remember what point that was my turning point, but it got to the point where I realized that it's okay to just say no. And I use, and I use no gracefully now to this day yeah that's my question to you like how are you now so confident in saying no but you don't feel guilty because that's the thing that i appreciate about you you actually don't feel bad in saying no you say no and you're like you're on to the next thing yeah and look it's relatable to the previous episode talking about like jealousy and envy i mentioned the mindset and the fact of you go through all these things in your life and as long as your mindset is is in the right place, you wouldn't feel guilty. So, and how I relate that to this situation in terms of being able to say no and not feeling that guilt or anything that's bad mm. is because my mind frame, my mindset is I know what I want, I know what I need to do. If I can't make it, if I, if I can't do it or if I don't want to do it, I would say no. So putting yourself first, essentially. 100%. And, and putting me in the forefront of mine to be able to just be like, nah. Yeah. And why, and, and I guess how my mind thinks and feels is why, why should I feel, or why would I feel guilty, or why would I feel bad? Mm. Because if I truly value that friendship or whatever that relationship is, I will always go back to that person. So I feel like, yeah, every time I say no, it doesn't, no stress, let's keep going kind of thing. Now, that's a really good mindset to have. And then another perspective to see it from, because I think for most of us, when you feel guilty, you're like, oh, they're not going to see me as a good friend or I'm not helpful anymore. But someone else, I don't know, I can't remember who I saw it from, but they put it in a perspective of, 
if you constantly say yes and you spread yourself so thin to the point that you're doing everything and you're helping everyone, you're going here, you're going there, and you're like attending to this matter, the effort that you're going to put into each of these situations or these things that you're helping out with, it's not going to be wholehearted. You're going to half-ass it. Whether this is going out with your friends and you're not fully present or your work or you're at work where you're really tired and you're half-assing your job or you're helping someone out and you're taking longer than expected because you're thinking about all the other errands you have on as well. And in the long run, you're not helping the other person. So yes, immediate in the immediate situation, you're saying yes and you feel like you're helping them, but you're really not because you haven't even, you don't have the capability to fully put your whole heart into it. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it. Because if you're spreading your wings in all avenues, how can you be fully committed to actually be committed? Yeah. And it's exactly that in the way of how you explained it. It's like if you know that you can't action something, if you can't be there and actually be focused on what you're doing, you're wasting your time. You're not helping that person. Well, you're wasting their time too. And you, Yeah, exactly that. You're wasting their time too. So it's just easier to be upfront and honest and be like, no. Mm. And then, like, this is a more secondary thing to work on your mind. So I did – I have seen a psychologist once and it was really actually because of this whole guilt feeling that I feel. And she just kept asking why. So she's like, oh, so this happened. Why do you feel guilty? And then I'm like, because I feel like I'll lose my friends. And then she's like, so why do you feel like you lose your friends? It's like because now they won't feel, like, um, helpful or – I'm helping them. It was like, so why do you feel like that? So she kept asking and asking why every single time it started to dig into the core reason. And it's more like it really was just around feeling that I'd be like, even though, yeah, I say I'm independent, I'm fine to be alone, but it's more like feeling the sense that I'm not important to anyone anymore. And then working on that and strengthening that reason and yeah just working on not thinking that you're not helpful or you're not important to anyone and find out why you feel like you wouldn't be important to people so it's working on that core reasoning as to what gives you that guilt feeling then it allows you to be able to say no better or understand yourself better in that sense where you don't always feel guilty just because you're not doing something for someone yeah, and that's actually a really good point in the fact of how you're questioned why. Yeah. Because it makes you actually think deeper, right? At every point that your mind is feeling a certain way and you're asking yourself why or you're being questioned why, you're digging deeper as such as to to how your mind is getting to that answer or that end point. Yeah, and like – one of the episodes that we said that like, it becomes a habit if you don't work on it because you're constantly thinking in that same train of thought. And to do that, like the initial thought is, yeah, I feel bad, but it's like, why do you feel bad? Mm. And you uncover that reason, then you start working on it. So another thing that I've learned is you need to unlearn to learn. So things that you've learned, there's always opportunities for you to unlearn it so that you can always progress better because you unlearn it to learn to do things better than what you've known it to be. And that's why it's good to have an open mind when it comes to learning because 
when you when you're approaching something in an open-minded fashion you're open to basically learn alternative ways to doing certain things and as we know everyone does things differently everyone has you know different knowledges when it comes to certain things mm-hmm. and sometimes you might learn some something from someone else and sometimes you teach something else to someone else and it's the fact of coming into that situation where you're open-minded about it because yeah. you will always learn something i think that a really good example that just popped into my head i don't know if it's a good example or not if you think about it martial arts combat sports if everyone thought that muay thai is the only combat sport and that's the only way to do striking or whatever then no one would ever know about all the other different sports out there like taekwondo like kung fu like those kind of things like you need to open your mind to know that there's different ways of doing those kind of sports yeah it's different disciplines right mm. and exactly right and you know it's a matter of being open and understanding that there are other disciplines and other arts and it's a matter of trying it and learning it right and appreciating that yeah yeah really good points so from that what would be your top let's say top three tips in saying no confidently i think the biggest and the first and foremost part is be clear and just say no Mm. right so if your intention is you don't want to fucking go then be clear that you don't want to fucking go. Yeah, so that brings back to that communication styles that we had yeah. right, that we're talking about and just being assertive, not aggressive, but assertive and clear and 100%. concise on why you don't want to do yeah. something. And when I mean by clear, I don't mean, you know, you got to be respectful. <laughs> fuck right? off. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be like, oi, fuck off, man, I don't want to go. Like, obviously, there is a better way to control and handle yeah, it. But that's the aggressive approach. That's the aggressive approach, right? But- you know, it's more about being assertive, like you mentioned, and it's just being like, hey, look, I've got something on. No. Like, Maybe I'm next sorry, time. I just got too much on my plate right now. I really can't help you with the situation at the yeah. moment. Yeah. And, and exactly that. It's just being clear, right? Mm. Right? So that's the first and the biggest one. And the second one is is don't be afraid to say no twice. I think that's my problem. Like if I say no or say no again, I think it's more like the third time if someone's like either like, come on, man, let's go, or like, oh, yeah. why won't you want to come out? Because you feel guilty. Yeah, and I'm like, exactly. ah, yeah, okay, like, okay, yeah. all right, I'll go. Exactly, and then, and that's the, the second one. That is the second one, right? The important part is being able to just say no twice. No, man, or mm. nah, I'm good. And And it's just – being clear, right? Being clear is is really important. And then the second part is don't be afraid to say no again or using no twice. Yep. Right? The third one would be don't drag it out, i.e. don't drag out that situation. So if someone's asked you the second or third, fourth or fifth time, whatever it is. Like I'll think about it kind yeah, of Yeah, don't, 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 don't sit on it. Just be like, yeah, um, um, uh, just answer it. Just be like, no. Don't be like, mm, um, yeah, I'll come back to you, man. Yeah. And then three weeks pass later, mm, uh, oh, I don't know, man. Let's, mm. Like, no, nah, don't don't fuck with the bushes, mate. Just no. <laughs> Just say no. You mean don't beat around the bushes? Don't beat around the bushes. Yeah, well, I guess like from the other perspective too, like the other person, if you beat around the bush, 
you now become unreliable and you don't want to be seen as that way. So if you're clear and concise and you're clear with what you want to do, I think it's better because you're honest. Yeah. And the respectful way, like, you know, the way that you can answer shows how respectful you are and how genuine you can be too. Mm. Like, yes, as, as even if you were to decline someone multiple times, but you can be respectful where it comes off as genuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's certain ways that you can you can answer and, and some ways that people perceive that answer and they might think negatively about you, but also positive, positively about you. Yeah, and I think with that, yes, you can control that situation to an extent, but how you control someone, how they think of you is out of your hands. Like they could think a certain way if they want to, but yes. if they truly are your friends or someone that truly respects you, they'll be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's leave it for another time or something like that. Yeah. But if someone is going to continuously be like, nah, you're a dog, then, you know, shouldn't hang out with them. Yeah, and I think that obviously that's a side topic. But it does allude to a very big point, right? If you know that your friend is actually genuinely busy and they've had to say no multiple times, there's a reason. Especially as you get more responsibilities in life and busier in life, some people may not be talking or discussing their life schedules all the time. So it's important to be understanding in that manner that they may have things in the background that's going on as well. Yeah, with work, you have morning stand-ups or weekly meetings to talk through your work schedules. And we don't really have that outside of work. So, for example, with your friends, you don't have weekly stand-ups. So, I feel it can be easily misunderstood sometimes when you say no with a lack of context. And it's no one's fault. It's, again, just communication, which is why I feel saying no to friends is a little harder with the addition of the emotional attachment. I'm not saying that every situation you need to, but it would be good if that friend that actually asked for help initially got the no and they'd be like, oh, hey, what's going on? Do you yeah, need help? Exactly right. And it's about it's about asking. It's about reaching out and be like, oh, trying to gauge how your friend is going yeah. rather than attempting to get them out, but then not trying to understand why they're not coming out, mm. why they're busy. Mm. You know what I mean? At least sit down and be like, hey, man, how are you going? What's happening in your life? actually ask the question rather than, I guess, making that assumption that they're fucking trying to dog you. Yeah, it's a two-way street. Yeah, exactly right. I think we'll end it off with this quote that I saw. It changes the way that you think. So it's, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. Which is true, because if you're constantly saying yes and people-pleasing, now that person is now controlling your life. As opposed to you controlling your own. Yeah. And that's a, that's a fucking powerful one too because, you know, with, without you having the right mindset, without you having control of yourself, then someone else will. Yeah. So, I think that was really strong. I don't know who said it, but good quote there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Right, so let us know what your thoughts are on saying no. Are you someone who constantly says yes or can you confidently say no to things and be okay with it? We want to know how you deal with it and how you learn to deal with it.
And aside from that, if you're loving these topics, make sure you give us a star rating on the platforms that you're listening to because that'll be really helpful to us. And if you have something else that came off the back of this topic, let us know. We'd love to discuss that as well. That's it. And peace out. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. If you have reached to the end, we really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you'd like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Ask the Duo Podcast. That's A S K T H E D U O P O D C A S T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. <laughs> all right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. See ya. Bye.